It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. This is a Piccolo Podcast production. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our daily wrap of the Border Gavaskar series. It's the second day. And India finish the day 144 runs ahead uh, of the Australian first inning. So there's seven for 321. So they have three wickets in hand. Uh, I'm joined by my offsider, Paul Dennett. Paul, a very good day for India, in particular, Rohit Sharma. Yeah, magnificent performance. I think they had up um, on day one. The stat of uh, highest batting average at home in the history of cricket, and Bradman was at 98 and first, and Sharma is somewhere in the low 70s and and second. Uh, it's he's an incredible player, and uh, you know, I suppose the last partnership changed things a little bit, but other than that, virtually he was a, a class of uh, unto himself in batting so far in this Test match. So superb innings from him. Yeah, we'll get into the sort of minutiae of the day, but you're right. I mean, I thought Australia uh, stuck with India pretty much the whole day, but it wasn't until Jadeja's 66 not out and Patel's 52 not out that India really surged into the ascendancy. I could blame the Australians and say that they just seemed to get a bit fatigued, but it was... I don't want to put myself in the same class as them, but having kind of followed on the whole day behind while I was working and then catching up to live and everything else, just around about that last wicket um, that that fell um, before the partnership began when Barrett was out, I slumped onto the lounge and started watching it live. And I started, my eyes started to glaze over a little bit. And I think the Aussies did the same thing. It just, it was a really disappointing end to the day where India 
you know, it was kind of neck and neck all day. India obviously starting the day so far ahead. But that last hour and a half or however long it seemed, it seemed to go on for a long, long time. They just pulled well clear. And for a while there, it almost felt like Australia were in touching distance with them, but it doesn't feel that way anymore. Yeah, it was sort of a rough and ragged day for Australia. Steve Smith dropped a couple of catches and he dropped Patel in the last over off Nathan Lyon, which would have given the Aussies a great lift heading into stumps. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty hard catches. Um, and there was a remarkable moment when Cummins had um, Rohit Sharma dropped by Smith. And I, I didn't realise how loud my voice is, but I had the... Uh, I suddenly just screamed at the top of my voice and actually brought my daughter to tears. I'd screamed so loudly. And then and I felt terrible. And then as I was consoling her, I was giving her a, a cuddle. The next, the next thing that happens, comes knocked his off stump out. And I've, I've shouted again without it. I was in the middle, midst of comforting her, which, you know, um, you know, it's all good. But it was, uh, I was trying to explain to her, look, it was an emotional few moments. Um, but I don't think she necessarily appreciated that. But anyway, um, Yes, where was the, what was the question? Uh, Smith's drop, but yeah, yeah, just a ragged day for Australia. Yeah, and I, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't think they were ragged. I think there are a couple of hard chances that went down. Uh, I, I actually think they really stuck at it well. You know, the exemplified by David Warner, a couple of chases towards the end where he didn't succeed in stopping either of them, but uh, gave absolutely everything. I, I think Australia have, as I said yesterday despite the fact that they're well behind in the game, um, there's a, a fair degree of positives that they can take out of what's happened so far. Um, and I, I think they've shown enough to show that they are going to be, um, um, you know, fight against throughout this series. I like your positive attitude. So, you know, sort of looking at the beginning of the, the play today in the first session, you know, the Todd Murphy show continued. He knocked over Ravi Ashwin for 23. He was LBW and um, the umpire didn't, put the finger up but you know when Murphy hit Ashwin in front it looked plumb to me but they Aussies went for DRS and it was given out um good wicket there for Murphy and then he got Pujara sweeping at one wide of the leg stump um and they were the two wickets that fell at lunch and you and I caught up at, at lunch and you know Sharma and Coley were not out and at that point I thought uh you know India were going to score 7,000. Uh, absolutely and then um, that first ball after lunch, uh, was it the first ball? I think it was. Yeah, the first it was. Ball that Coley yeah. faced, uh, strangled down the leg side off the bowling of, of Murphy. Good catch from Carey. And that was uh, totally against the run of play. Um, and then when the next wicket fell, uh, who was the next one to go? Um, uh, Surya Kimagaya. Yeah, yeah, bowled by Lyon. Lyon bowled him with a yeah. cracker. You know, really, uh, he, he produces balls like that. And you think, I mean, he didn't bowl badly, but when he's got the capability of those, I would have liked to see one or two more of those. Maybe Yadav played around it a little bit. But at that point, with the dismissal of Yadav, they were five for 168. Um, Australia still had a slender lead. And there was a sense of, geez, Australia could be back in this. Yeah, and you know what? That dismissal of Coley where he sort of flicked sort of almost loosely at a wide one down the leg side on the first of that session and Carey took an outstanding catch. I mean, he probably didn't see it till the last minute, but that kind of sums up to me where Coley's test game is. He hadn't scored a test hundred since 2019. And, you know, that was kind of a nothing dismissal. He looked good. And then he just sort of gets out in a very sort of, I don't know, abject way. 
he doesn't have quite the aura that he did. That there was a period um, six or seven years ago, whenever uh, he came out to bat in whatever Test match I was watching, there was a feeling of if you don't get him in the first few balls, then you know he was a real great. Uh, I think he's still going to go down as a great player. I'm not sure that at the moment I would consider him a great Test match player right at this moment. No, no, I'm, yeah, and the Indian fans won't like to hear that. Um, just on sort of Australia up until this point, you know, I have to give credit to the two Victorians in the attack. Scott Boland, 17 overs, none for 34. He, he, leaked, a few, he leaked a few runs in the last couple of overs, but for, for much of the day, he just would not let, let India go. And I think, you know, Boland's spell really contributed to Murphy's success. He took his mate, he took his maiden first class haul, nevertheless his maiden five wicket test haul. He finishes the day five for 82. But I thought, you know, Boland just bowling that miserly line and length with Murphy up the other end was actually a very good combination. They say that Sean Bean uh, gets killed in every episode of every show he's in now because when he played sharp. Um, he never got killed. I think you could, uh, you could, the, the, those who sort of believe in omens could say that Boland used up all his luck in that um, uh, initial few test matches where he just took wickets for fun because with a bit of, with an ounce of luck today, he could have taken five or six wickets. I thought he bowled splendidly. Um, so, um, honing in on the stumps, but not just sort of boring metronomic accuracy, dangerous, threatening balls. The batters were only just keeping out and yeah, he bowled superbly and, um, and yeah, and Murphy, congratulations! What a story! What a what a great debut! And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Cummins was a lot better today. I think Lyon was steady, and I think that that last hour or so aside, where India really kicked clear, um, Australia and India it, it was fairly even day most of the day. But I think India, with the with that partnership at the end, end up winning it. But um, uh, yeah, as I said, there there are some things to like about the way the Australians have performed. Yeah, so we talked about Cummins before dismissing Sharma for 120. That was his ninth test hundred. You know, a Jaffa that sort of angled in and just moved a little bit away and knocked out Sharma's off stump. Um, and then Barrett came out and he was out LBW to Murphy. That was his fifth wicket. So Barrett on Taboo was out for eight. And then Jadeja and Patel batted through to the end of play, putting on a really fine partnership and taking that lead to 144. Uh, just speaking of Scott Boland, I mean, I think he's made a, a pretty irresistible case for selection in the, the second test. I mean, if, if Mitchell Stark's fit, the selectors are going to have a, a tough decision to make. Well, I mean, there's obviously a fair bit of this test match still to play out, but I agree with you. Certainly, I'd be picking him in my side for the next test match for sure. Um, and I, I know that you think, think I'm an idiot, but I, I just don't think that I'm not advocating for the dropping of Cummins, but I don't think that just because he's the captain, he has to be an automatic selection. I think they've got to pick their best 11, especially if, pardon? Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in these conditions. Like it's, um, you've, you, you, you know, um, it's a lot to ask a fast bowler to go four test matches back to back to back to back. And so um, if he needs to rest for a test match, then, you know, um, so be it. Yes, indeed. And just a, a word on Ravi Jadeja, you know, 66 not out of 170, following on from his five-wicket haul yesterday. I mean, I saw your tweet. You've described him basically, you know, the second greatest cricket that ever walked on the planet Earth behind Bradman. I mean, yeah, just a word on Jadeja. Firstly, don't mischaracterize me. I know you're trying to be humorous, but if people hadn't seen the tweet, they might think I'm crazy. 
I said he's the best Indian cricketer, best Indian test cricketer of all time. And for anyone who thinks that's crazy, just look at his numbers. He's got a, a test bowling average of about 24 point something and a test batting average of about 37. There's no one that can compete with that um, in the history of Indian cricket. I'm not saying he's the second best of all time, but he's a, he's a fantastic player. And uh, I mean, I think if he is, a, if you put him in the Australian side um, in this match, just make that one change, we'd be winning the game, I reckon. Yeah, well, I think you're right. It's spot on. Um, so just a, you know, a, a good day for India. They they streaked ahead in that last session. Um, I thought Patel um, was you know slow early on, but then really opened up as as the sort of stumps drew near. And um, you know, Australia that lead now of 144. It's it's probably too much. Probably. Um, it was a curious passage of play when Patel came out because Jadeja went back into his shell as well. And there was uh, over after over after over where very few runs were being scored. And it was a real, real battle. There were, uh, I think, were there two LBW decisions that were given not out against Jadeja that were uh, shown to be um, out. Uh, umpires call on impact and um, hitting the wickets. Now, that's, that's fine that you get these swings and roundabouts, but basically the technology is saying he was out. Um, and it's that millimetre or two that um, could have made the difference because we felt I felt like we were one wicket away from really um, breaking it wide open. Patel can bat, um, but obviously after that, um, the Siraj and um, uh, Shami and Siraj are nowhere near as good. So Australia did tire. Had they been able to get that breakthrough, then they could still be... Uh, well into the well in the game, they're still in the game because it's 140. You never know, but I, I still think um, it's it's like a um, uh, one of these days that they can look around and say, look, the scoreboard's shown that we're well behind. We didn't have a great day, but there's enough signs there that uh, that, that that they can feel more optimistic than I think the scoreboard shows. I mean, we should be pretty happy. I mean, I think we've found a good spinner in Todd Murphy. I mean, he's bowled exceptionally well. You can't ask for anything more in his, his test debut. And, um, you know, he, his main five-wicket haul actually means that Australia has a curious thing that all the main bowlers in this match took a five-wicket haul on test debut. Cummins in South Africa, Boland against England at the MCG, Lyon in Sri Lanka, and now Murphy against India. But just, uh, yeah, a great story, you know. Murphy thrown in there with under sort of um, five first-class games. His family flew over at the last minute. And and to see him, you know, be pretty much our, you know, our, our best bowler, um, you know, that's something special. That's a great stat. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's an excellent stat. Uh, yeah, I mean, f- fantastic. And he's he, in his brief first-class career, he has a decent record, average of 25. Bowling off spin in Australia, it's bowling any form of spin in Australia to have any average of uh, anywhere in the twenties is very impressive, especially as a youngster. So uh, let's see how he how he develops, but certainly looks like a um, potentially a decent prospect. All right, so um, the, you know, day two, India well on top. Australia will need um, early wickets tomorrow, and then you know a batting miracle, and they'll have to get you know you think over three hundred now in their second innings to set India something that they could defend. So, um, you know, can you see that happening, Paul? Not really, but I mean, as we said before, you just you just never say never when it comes to sport or test cricket. Uh, it will be interesting. Let's just say that Australia do manage to, uh, and it's a big if, clean these three last wickets up relatively quickly tomorrow. Um, 
I don't know. If I was India and I see Smith and I see Warner and um, Kawaja walking out to bat, I I would be tempted to open up with um, someone else just to give them a bit of a break. Maybe I'm with Smith and Labuschagne in the second innings and stick those those two at three and four just to change things up a little bit, just to annoy Ian Chappell and to annoy all the purists who think that's the craziest thing in the world. But maybe getting the right-handers out there early might not be a bad idea. Yeah, well, that's another wild um, wild one from you, but I don't mind it. Um, <laughs> and just before we go, you know, a couple of lingering issues from day one. Uh, we spoke briefly about um, the footage about Jadeja had seemed to be, um, you know, applying some something to his finger or the ball and there's been been a lot of reaction to it the match referee has asked Jadeja and Sharma what was going on they're saying it was some kind of healing pain relief cream for his finger but I think where I sit in this call is whatever it looks like you know you shouldn't be applying cream to your finger while you have your the ball in your hand and if you're doing that you know you're asking for trouble so you know they should have given the ball to the umpire or he should have been in front of the umpire and we wouldn't be talking about it now yeah i agree i agree um so look that's lingering i'm, I'm curious what will happen with that um but i imagine from now um they'll just be the the umpires and the match referees will be watching india a little bit closer and uh yeah you just can't be doing that and uh, i'm not saying that they were cheating but it's not a good look um and then finally, um, just, you know, the lingering reaction in Australia about Travis Head's dropping has been quite vociferous. A lot of the, the leading ex-players and commentators almost unanimously sort of said that you just shouldn't be dropping someone off a home summer where they've averaged 80. And, uh, you know, sort of, you know, I've slept on it and um, I, 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 I admire their boldness in selection, but I just think they got this one wrong. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, uh, if, you, if you're making a direct comparison between, say, um, Head and Renshaw, that's to me where I'd, I'd, I definitely think Hen, uh, Renshaw is not as good an option. Hopefully he gets 100 in the second innings. But, the, 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 you know, it was sort of out, uh, underlined by the fact that Renshaw came on and bowled a couple of sort of mediocre overs late in the day. Head, I think, today might have bowled 10 or 12 overs. And, um, you know, his, his recent bowling in test cricket has been um, superb. And if they had said to him to go out and bat in the mould of Kerry, as in not necessarily playing the same sorts of shots of Kerry, but playing with the way that he's been playing all summer aggressively, I could have seen him getting a punchy 30 or 40. So, yeah, I think they have made a, a mistake there. I do understand, as we said before, he has been un, um, unconvincing against the um, against the spinning ball in subcontinental conditions. And if it was um, a more certain choice, as I said, if we had Michael Clark in the wings or somewhere else, then, then go for it. But uh, Glenn Maxwell, I think is the answer. If Glenn, it was a, a direct comparison between Maxwell and head, I'd favor Maxwell. But when it's say head versus Renshaw, then I think they've made a mistake, particularly given Renshaw is also a left-hander. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. But Paul, I mean, we could be catching up tomorrow night. Uh, could be our last wrap up of this test match, you know, could be all over tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It has that sort of feeling, doesn't it? Of um, Australia could be none to 60 and five to 70. Um, but uh, let's, let's remain optimistic. Uh, the, 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 the way that the pitch played in the last hour and a half, you know, it looked like it's still definitely possible to score runs with that with, you know, Patel getting a 50. It might, it might very well look a bit different though, when um, India get the ball at hand tomorrow. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to our wrap of day two of the first test from Nagpur. I'm Andrew Mitzel. 
I've been joined by Paul Dennett. Make sure you like, rate, and review the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.